Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. Hey, back here on the high wind, Monday, March 15th. As always, I got Brandon and Craig with me. Hey, I got to ask you guys, have you got your stimulus checks yet? No. I looked up an IRS tool. It looks like I won't get it until Wednesday. You won't get it until Wednesday? Wow. Um, yeah, well, last, what was it, last week they passed the rule for stimulus? It was uh, signed into law on Thursday, and then they did a signing ceremony on uh Friday. <laughs> yeah, and it was actually kind of su- surprising, I guess, in a good way. Um, you know, the first question that people had once they, um, the new COVID relief bill uh, called for $1,400 uh, stimulus check for adult Americans. And, you know, I guess the first question once they got passed was, hey, when are we going to get our stimulus checks? And the communication director for uh, Biden said, hey, look, it could be here as early as this weekend. And the rush was on, and we're looking for a stimulus check. So I got to say, uh, in our break, I looked up for mine. Mine's not here yet. But, uh, Brad, let's talk about some resources with the stimulus checks. And I've got an idea for a stimulus that's going to knock everybody's socks off. But first of all, um, tell me about this IRS tool uh, you were talking about. So you can check this IRS tool, and you know exactly when it's coming, right? Yeah, it's just simply you can – Google get my payment IRS um, and all it requires is like your information, your name, social birth date um, and address um, and it should tell you give you an, an approximate idea of when your uh, stimulus check is going to be put into your deposit. Is it get my payment dot IRS or is there something that comes after that? Oh I'm sorry, I don't understand the question. What was the full website? Oh, the full website? I oh boy, man! I, you're gonna just I, I just say it's easier to just Google it. Uh, maybe I think oh well, no, I guess not. The URL is irs.gov/coronavirus/get-my-payment. Okay, and then we will have that on linked here on the podcast as well. So yeah, okay, well that's great. Well, you can check and see when your payment's coming. I'm gonna have to do that as we talk here. Um, you know, stimulus. Here's the only question I have. Uh, we are we're in need right now. Um, you know, our our economy's been struggling a little bit. Obviously, people are out of work. Um, I can definitely see the value of a fourteen hundred dollars stimulus payment. Um, Craig, what do you think? Um, what do you think overall about the stimulus pay, payment? Obviously, it's going to help. Um, it could be a shot in the arm for people in need of money. But you know, obviously, the fourteen hundred is not going to last you know forever. 
Um, this is, I think, the third round of stimulus payments, if I remember correctly. Um, do you think overall this is a help? Absolutely. I mean, I, I don't think it can hurt. So many people are, are still struggling, whether it's, you know, reduced hours or maybe they lost their job during the pandemic. And and even though that, you know, we seem to be on the on the verge of getting out of this, and, and even in Ohio, we're talking about maybe six, seven to eight weeks and maybe we can, you know, get rid of all the health orders, but there are still so many people that are struggling and, you know, it's it's just a nice little boost even for people who do work and maybe the pandemic didn't change anything about their job or about their their income. It just is a nice helpful tool to to help stimulate the economy, pay, you know, pay for things, get some new things that maybe you haven't been able to get because money's tight. Uh, you know, it's just a, it's a great tool. I mean, you know, obviously we, we don't, maybe think about as, as mayor as, you know, sort of just average Americans, we don't maybe think about the the toll that will, this will take on, you know, the country as a whole, maybe with, with going into further debt. But, you know, at, at this point, what really can you do? And, you know, this will probably be the last, you know, round of stimulus checks that we see unless something unforeseen just happens where vaccine rollout doesn't go so well, or maybe the, you know, the variant, strands of coronavirus maybe you know make a bigger bigger impact on us so you know hopefully people can stretch it out as much as they need to and and you know pay for things that they need to pay for or you know buy i mean the idea of this is to buy things not necessarily to pay bills or to you know but unfortunately they have to realize people are going to pay bills and and things like that with this money if they if they feel the need to so it's just the way it works Brandon, how would you do the stimulus checks if we're up to you? I mean, you think this is the the best way of doing it? Uh, you think there's any type of alterations are needed? I mean, there everyone's got their opinion of whether stimulus checks are a good idea or not. Idea or not. I mean, some would love to see, do sort of the Canadian model of uh, regular stimulus checks, uh, you know, kind of a universal basic income, at least on a temporary scale. Um, but, um, you know, this is America. <laughs> so I think, uh, um, we do things, we, we do think we take a little bit of time to debate these kinds of things. And, uh, it's just, uh, kind of shows you how, um, powerful COVID was just to even get $2,000 total. Um, at least for, I think there was actually like a, this is technically the third stimulus check. Some weren't eligible for the first one, but, um, um, but yeah, the, if you got the 600 check last year and then you're getting the 1400, that's 2000 total as, which has been campa campaigned on by, uh, in the part in the, in the election in the, uh, state Senate election, Georgia. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as far as the mechanics of it, I mean, direct deposits, great. I don't have to wait for it in the mail. Um, post office wasn't, hasn't gotten a good rep lately. So, um, um, Yeah. How does Canada's system work? Um, you know, so you get a certain amount per month, right? Oh, $2,000 in Canadian dollars. So I don't wow. think that's, at least that's what I've heard. I don't think it's, keep in mind that's Canadian dollars. So it's probably a little bit slight, a lot, lot less. <laughs> 10 a bucks less, American. <laughs> a little bit less than American dollars, maybe. Okay. But um, I don't know, of course, of how they um, distinguish who gets that payment or not. I know down in Australia, um, for instance, they had created two different types of unemployment systems where there was pre-pandemic unemployment and then there's post-pandemic uh, or, or 
or I guess during pandemic employment. So that's how Australia kind of differentiated people who got hit by, who got hit, affected uh, their jobs, lost their jobs or whatnot because of the virus. But um, I'm not sure how Canada does it, but um, yeah, but they, their, their philosophies and their, um, um, and their um, per- perception of government and how it's rolling the economy is so different than uh, um, how we do it over here in America or how we view it over here in America. Well, and, and the other question I would have about that is, so does that include like a welfare or other types of governmental assistance? So if you have universal basic income, you know, let's say you qualify for welfare and everything, so you're getting universal basic income plus welfare, I don't know about that exactly, technically. Um, um, and I mean, over there in the current system, I, I would, I would could imagine that's a possibility, because um, generally, over uh, a lot of the other Anglo-Saxon countries, especially, um, you know, they, uh, aside from the United States, they're more likely to have stronger welfare systems. Um, New Zealand is is does does a really good job, I think, on their welfare system. The UK. Is probably the stingiest of all of them, uh, but uh, but has a probably a, a better welfare system than uh, than the U.S. Um, and that's just because they're they're willing to pay more more of, uh, for those services and taxes uh, than we are. We talked about this, jeez, oh, Brandon. It was probably over a year ago uh, when Andrew Yang was running for president. He tried to bring the universal basic income to um, America, where he was talking, I think it was like a 1000 per month. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what he said about welfare. And it was funny. I questioned it. We were kind of like, oh, this sounds kind of different. I think we had a, a billion comments from the Yang gang, which was his supporters. And I got to tell you, the more I think about it, Craig, I'm kind of a fan of universal basic income. I think uh, and you might say, wasn't that kind of like um, societal welfare, whatever the case would be? No, I mean, Yang's point is saying, look, you're not going to live on a 1000 per month. You know, you're not going to be able to, I, well, I mean, I guess you could, but be a very low existence or whatever. But he said, hey, anybody can use that money for something extra. So if you have more money, hey, use it to put that deck on your house or something. Or, you know, you might need it for child care or you might need it to say, hey, you know, my family's going to use it for health care services, whatever the case might be. I don't know. The more I think about it, I, I think universal basic income could work in America. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I know he he championed it. I know Mark Cuban, the owner of the Dallas Mavericks, also had, you know, said that he would have supported a sort of a monthly, you know, stipend where everybody would have to sort of use it or lose it, which I thought was kind of interesting because, you know, I think he and everybody else knew that some people were we're taking that first stimulus check that we got way back last spring and we're sort of either pocketing it if you didn't need it or saving it for a rainy day because there was so much uncertainty. So the idea that, you know, maybe if you do the 1200 a month or a thousand a month, or I think even Cuban maybe, you know, crusaded for 1800 a month and, and just said, well, you have one month to use it. You have to buy stuff. You can, you know, I guess you can pay bills and whatnot off, but the idea was that people, who were comfortable enough to pocket the twelve hundred dollars earlier, and last spring just kind of thought, well, I can, 
I can just let this, you know, ride and see how long it, it takes me to use it because I don't know what the future will hold. And I think the, the, you know, sort of the monthly income would have been an interesting, you know, change of pace to really stimulate the economy, but it also would have put us in just shambles probably in terms of our national debt. But I don't, I don't think many people really, like I said, I don't think many people really care or, you know, are thinking about that when they're struggling in the here and now. Well, it kind of irritates me because, you know, the people who don't like the welfare system is like, oh, all those people will just use it to buy drugs or whatever the case might be. Well, if you have more of a universal basic system, I, I think I still think there's a need for welfare and other stuff. But I think the question about welfare go down when everyone's getting some type of a universal basic income. And, and because I think, yeah, there's always going to be examples of people misusing it for weird purposes, but what's a guarantee that we're going to use our stimulus checks for good purposes? You know what I mean? You know, you know, we could use it for just goofy stuff. Who knows? You know, uh, Brandon, if we elect you president today, are you, what would, what would be your universal basic income or would you use it at all? Um, well, I would do more of a kind of a Warren Buffett model um, where, if, well, I think it's, it's more going back to like, there's this thing called the earned income tax credit. It's mostly geared towards working poor and with children, I think. Uh, my mom used it and got a, a good, healthy tax refund every year from it. But um, as long as I was, my, my, me and my sister were dependents or whatnot. Um, but technically, I think if you expand that more to L, the, anyone who's technically working below a, mid, a, living, a living wage, or, you know, if you're working an average, I say average, 40 hours a week, um, you know, each year, I mean, and if you're not making a living wage, I think the government should be able to subsidize you and help you, at, um, make up for the difference in your, um, um, and the lost, lost wages, um, to counterbalance that out. I say that, you know, you, you probably would need to add a tack on a $15 minimum wage to like, um, uh, for companies that are, that are not small businesses, like, uh, hmm. That are bringing in millions in revenue here. So, and you, there's a cutoff point because the Small Business Administration has definitions of what is a small business and um, of like a full scale re service restaurant that brings in uh, just under $7.5 million is considered small business, Chris. But, um, wow. uh, so that's our seven, 7.5 million, excuse me. But, um, yeah, it's still a lot of money, but yeah. that's, can, that is interesting. They're eligible for SBA loans in that sense. So I think it's the, the cutoff line is still generous by those definitions. But um, I think in that sense, you know, with all the stigma surrounding welfare, at least you're saying, look, I'm just here to help out the working poor. Um, you know, yeah. my, my mom was, was in a kind of a minimum wage job for 20 years. So I think um, this is the kind of model I would pursue. Um and that's the minimum wage job itself is a taxing job. It's not easy. It doesn't come with the work life balance. It doesn't come with sick leave or, um, yeah, or vacation pay for that matter. So, well, I, I can imagine. And again, uh, I don't ask for each all, all of our salaries, but I imagine the three of us are in the middle class. But even though we're in the middle class, you know, we're a couple of missed paychecks from not being in the middle class. Say more. You know, the middle class isn't a yeah, the middle class could change. Um, it, it also raises another question too. I think 
unless you guys know off the top of your heads, it's probably unknown. I wonder if you could do a universal basic income and a fifteen dollar minimum wage at one time. I don't know. I don't know if that's feasible together or if you have to pick one or the other. So I don't know. And you know, for those out there going, Oh man, they're spouting off liberal theories, I don't necessarily think it's a liberal theory. I mean, I think it's something that you know, is possible if you're liberal or conservative. So I don't know. I mean, like we talked about everything else is, you know, don't look at things just from a Republican or Democrat. Look, look at things to say, how do we do better than we've done in the past? And that's why we got to get creative. And again, I kind of poopawed it last year when we talked about Andrew Yang, but I think Andrew Yang, the Canadians have something that could potentially work in America. And it's not undemocratic or un, it's not socialistic. It's just a different way of helping make our economy thrive. So check out, let us know what you think. Are you a universal basic income? Do you like to uh, warn? Uh, oh man. Buffett. Yeah, Buffett. <laughs> um, Warren Harding. Do you like the Warren, no, no, Warren Buffett? The Warren Buffett model. Uh, let us know in the comments. Um, again, thanks for checking out the Ohioan. Um, hey, go to our webpage because we have a, a new way you can sponsor the show. We're going to talk about that a little bit more in our third segment today. Um, so, hey, do the same you can, and thanks for checking out the Highland. Have a great day.